Hi everyone, welcome back to another Barrel Proof Baseball Podcast Bottle Review. It's a stormy Friday here in Arizona, which we only get like three of these a year, so figured today would be a great day to do a video and enjoy the uh, potential for more than one cloud in the sky. So today I'm going to be talking about my favorite everyday bourbon. Now this comes with a couple of caveats, so to speak. And I know that I'm going to get pushed back on this and that's totally okay. I fully expect it. So whatever, bring it on to my podcast. So my everyday kind of, uh, like, like I related the teeling as my favorite everyday drinker. Um, I wanted to go to a favorite everyday bourbon specifically in the bourbon category. And the one I chose is going to be up for debate reason being there are others that I would even probably say are maybe better, um, some even cheaper. This isn't in the budget uh, range that I would say. However, this is kind of in that same range as the teeling. It's, it comes in right about $30, and there's a lot of really good qualities about it in addition to being a really good bourbon. So without further ado, my go-to everyday bourbon is the Wild Turkey Russell's Reserve 10-year. Now, the reason is, a number of reasons. It's delicious. That's the first reason. The second reason is it's available, and that's why it's my number one. The other ones that I would probably debate between, the favorite everyday bottle being between, are bottles that are just becoming really difficult to find. Now, as an example, I love Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is one of my favorites. It's from Buffalo Trace, and it's going through that same thing that everything else from Buffalo Trace is going through right now where you just can't find bottles very often or very very easily. So putting this on that list would become kind of a chore for people to go out and try to find. If you can find Eagle Rare for $30 to $35, I would highly suggest picking that up. It's a great bottle. It's 10 years old, just like the Russell's Reserve but it's just becoming more difficult to find. I, I think it's a very good bourbon. I think that when you see this somewhere, I saw this on Caskers the other day or, or Drizzly, one of those delivery service things, and they had the, this same bottle for $105. Now, this is a $30 bottle. I get it at Walmart. It's $30. Bucks. Um, I'm not spending $105 on it. It's a very good bottle, but not a $105 bottle. So, as much as I would say this might take the cake over the Russell's taste-wise, I can't in good faith put it on my favorite everyday list just because it's not accessible. The second one is also from Buffalo Trace, and it's the Buffalo Trace. This is their flagship bourbon. This is their general standard offering, and it's really good. It's the same thing. It's 90 proof, just like the Russell's Reserve is, just like the Eagle Rare is. Um, it's 21 to 30 bucks, so it's cheaper than the Russell's and cheaper than the, the Eagle Rare. Uh, but I still have a lot of friends that are really into bourbon that have not had Buffalo Trace just because it's not available in their areas. There's times even at Total Wine that this is allocated. You can only get one bottle at a time. So, you know, you walk into Walmart and it's sitting there. You walk into Target or, you know, grocery stores, and a lot of times it's sitting there. It's sitting on our shelves at the local grocery store. Um, but it's becoming an allocated bottle for some reason. So there's a lot of areas, there's a lot of markets around the country that don't have access to Eagle Rare or Buffalo Trace. So for me, like whenever I see Eagle Rare on the shelf at 30 bucks, I pick it up. 
Um, this for me is easy enough to find, so I don't have to go after it that often. Uh, but I do like having a bottle on hand because it's a really good bottle for you know low twenty dollars, uh, low twenty dollar price point. So pick this up if you see it. I think you'll like it. It's a really good bottle. I think this is aged. I want to say six to eight years, I believe, or maybe eight to ten, but it's in that range. But my pick for my favorite is still going to be the Russell's Reserve Ten Year. Reason being, this is a thirty dollar bottle. It's made by Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey puts out great products. Um, I've gotten into a few more of theirs recently, and I, and I highly suggest looking into Wild Turkey just overall as a brand. Um, Jimmy Russell is their master distiller forever. This was kind of his brainchild. Him and his son, Eddie, I believe they've worked on this together. Um, Eddie took over as master distiller in 2015. And, you know, the Wild Turkey brand's been around for a long time. What this was was in 2001, the Russell's Reserve 10-year was released. It was released originally at 101 proof. In 2005, it was taken from the 101 proof down to 90 proof. That's been the knock on the Russell's Reserve 10-year is the, the, the proof. People tend to like and, and steer themselves more towards higher proofs. The popular bottles right now, not all of them, but there's a lot of popular bottles right now that are coming in at really high proof points. Um, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. The last one, the C920, the third uh, barrel proof release by Elijah Craig in 2020, came in at 133.4 proof, I believe it was. Um, and everything they came out with last year was over 120, 125 proof. So these high proof bottles are becoming really popular right now. So something like this coming in at 90 proof may not hold up with the um, bottles that are kind of popular with the high proof crowd right now. I, I don't want to drink a high proof bourbon every single night. I want to sit down. I want to be able to enjoy a 90 proof bottle, uh, not the whole bottle, but a 90 proof drink. Um, and not have to, you know, really watch the fact that I'm having something that is like literally 50 points higher potentially in proof. That's just, that's a ton. So this is a good sipping bottle. Um, you know, you could put it with a little bit of ice. You can put it on the rocks if you want. I love it neat. I think there's a lot of great flavors that come out of this. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's aged for 10 years. There's a lot of bottles right now that are not aged 10 years. The Eagle Rare is 10 years old. Um, you've got a bullet 10 year um, there's a few bottles right now that are in that 10 year age statement area. And I think they're just becoming more and more difficult to find. There's just not as many bottles that have the age statement on it where they tell you it's 10 years old. Elijah Craig for a long time had their age statement on it. And just in the last few years took their age statement off. And I think what that allows for them to do is make their quote unquote small batch out of a bigger batch of bottles, the aging process, the aging number that will go on the bottle is based off of the youngest bottle that it's blended with. So if you have a 15-year bottle or a 15-year barrel of bourbon and you mix it with a two-year barrel just to get that flavor, that commingling that they want, then it becomes a two-year-old bottle of bourbon. So they don't want to use a 15-year bottle, mix it with a lower age, uh, a barrel that's a lower age, and then have to put that up on the on the label. So a lot of these companies have just stopped putting age statements on it. So if it says the age on the bottle, you know it's that age. Um, but that's one of the perks, I think, of this Russell's Reserve 10 years. You know it's been aged. It definitely has some woody characteristics to it that, to me, come out in more of these aged bottles. So I would say with the age statement, with the price, with the flavor profile, this one is really tough to beat. The... 
Mash bill on this, you're gonna get 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. So it's getting towards that high rye um, bourbon kind of classification. You, when you taste this, I don't think you're going to get much spice out of it. I don't personally, um, but I but that that rye content is is there. So um, try it out. See if you get that spice in there from the rye. I don't personally get that, but I know in reading some reviews on what people got, um, a lot of people do find some spice in it. I just don't. I don't know if it's because I prefer a little bit higher proof um, or if it's just not that spicy to me in terms of that, that rye coming out in the flavor. So... Um, this is one again, coming out of wild Turkey, wild Turkey, I think is oftentimes overlooked. I think there's a lot of brands. I think stuff coming out of Buffalo trace, such as the Buffalo trace, the Eagle rare. I think those bottles are becoming, you know, kind of the hip thing right now. But when you look at a bottle, like, you know, a, a brand such as wild Turkey, they've put out so many good bottles. You know, you can go below this price point and you can get like the one Oh one, which is going to run about $20. Um, and that's a really nice like daily sipper that I would put into that budget category. You can go even lower than that. I think their standard is like an 86 proof. I could be wrong on that. Um, but again, like it's a tasty drink. Their rare breed, the wild Turkey rare breed was the first high proof bottle that I had tried out. And it was 116.8 proof, very different than this, very different than, um, the one Oh one. Um, it definitely has that cinnamony type of a flavor, uh, but it's it's a higher proof. It's a significantly higher proof, and you can definitely taste the difference in the proof with the 116.8 going down to the 90. So I think you get different flavor profiles out of it based on the proof, but I do think that's something that's a good experimental level, being at 116 and not jumping right into something over 120 proof where um, if you're not careful, that will definitely kick you in the gut. So. Try this, try the rare breed, see how it is when you move up in that proof and see what the kind of differences you get with flavor profile. The other one that I've had from Wild Turkey that I absolutely love was the 17-year um, Master's Key. It's a bottled and bond, so it's 100 proof even. Um, and there, I don't think there was that many bottles made. I wanna say there was only like 14,000 or so made. And I picked that up earlier this year. I was gonna save it for my 40th birthday. Um, but fortunately the Dodgers won the world series and I felt that was a better opportunity to crack that bottle open and enjoy it. And that was just a, uh, a bottle of liquid oakiness and it was incredible. I loved it. Um, it's something that for one, the bottle itself is cool looking. The flavor is incredible. It definitely tastes aged. Um, it, it was awesome. I would highly suggest if you ever see that bottle anywhere at MSRP, pick it up because I'm sure it's going to start getting into that that area of um, markup that probably makes it unbuyable for a lot of people. So look into some Wild Turkey products and maybe start with this Russell's Reserve and then go up and down from there and see how you feel about the different offerings that they have. So moving into some tasting notes on this. I like the, the subtlety of this bottle. It's not going to be overpowering with anything that is in there. Um, it, it adds a nice, consistent level drink every time you have a bottle. Russell's Reserve has a, a um, single barrel. Their single barrel is incredible. And the single barrel store picks, a lot of times these stores will go in and they'll pick out their own barrels. The single barrel store picks are outstanding, but just their standard uh, single barrel is really good. It's gonna run about $60, $65, and it's a, it's a super tasty bottle. The thing is, with any single barrel, you're gonna get 
because it's literally from a single barrel. So each barrel is gonna make X amount of bottles. And then you go buy another single barrel um, from a, a different bottle out of a single barrel. And you might get a very different flavor. They, they try and obviously make them close. But when you have one, but one barrel and then you try a bottle out of another barrel, there is a possibility for some sort of inconsistencies in the flavors. This is blended with other similar barrels. They're all going to be 10 years old. They're all going to be the same mash, mash bill, the same char, the same toast. Um, they're going to be aged in the same kind of general area in the rickhouse. So they're going to be similar. And when they blend them, they're going to get a really consistent flavor. So that's why this bottle, no matter where you buy it, it's going to taste the same every time. So give this a try and then take that step up maybe to the rare breed, um, maybe Kentucky Spirit, which I still have not had. Um, and you know, if you want to get to some of their higher end stuff, do it, but also try the 101 and see how that compares to this. So, uh, this one here, when I, when I nose this one, this to me is it's woody, it's caramel. I don't say caramel cause I think it's caramel. Um, I get some, some orange also, and not a lot. It's just, there's like a hint of orange in there. It's like a, a slight citrusy, you know, kind of an orange flavor. But I don't like when people say quintessential bourbon. I, I think it's such a cop-out. It's like calling bourbon smooth. But this is very, I describe this as a, as a sweet bourbon. Like it's very bourbony. It's got that caramel. It's got that oak. It's got, you know, a spice. I feel like this is more of a cinnamon. So it's like a cinnamon spice with that wood, with that caramel flavor. Um, yeah, that's that wood, that oakiness. It's weird how you get it on the nose and then you taste that wood as you take your sip. And that woody, oaky taste kind of lingers. That's what I get the longest on the finish is the is that oak. Um, so you, you start off with like a, an oaky nose with a, with a cinnamon, with some orange, maybe some caramel. And then I think right when you take that sip, you get that oaky caramel right away. Um, and it just doesn't, it doesn't last. It's not a very long finish. It's kind of a medium finish for me. Definitely get caramel. It's, it's kind of thin. It's not... It doesn't overly coat your mouth. And I think some other ones that you could try, you'll get a little bit more of a mouth coat from from the, from the that sip. You just don't get it with this. You definitely get um, more of a short, kind of a thinner sip, which I don't think is a bad thing. Again, this is a $30 bottle that you can drink every day. This isn't a $90 bottle that is for you know special occasions. But I think for the money, with the flavors that you get out of this, having it be, you know, have some complexity Cause there is some kind of leather on the back end that like it's almost, almost like a new belt smell kind of leather, but you get that like leathery, um, caramel wood. I mean, just what, what you expect from bourbon, you know, it's, it's sweet in, in the sense that it's not overpowering with a spice or a proof. Um, but it's not sweet. Like, um, it's not candy. It's not too fruity. I, I really only get that orange on the nose. I don't get that in the flavor. Yeah, it's, it, there's there's some vanilla in there, which again I think you can always point to caramel, vanilla, oak, leather, 
tobacco, you know, those are always kind of a, a typical bourbon description, but you get a lot of those out of this. I don't get that tobacco-y smell or flavor, but I definitely get the caramel for sure. And I definitely get that oak. So um, I think this is a really nice kind of a gateway into some better bourbons because it's got those flavor characteristics that are a little bit more subtle, but also they come out a little bit more as you really kind of dig into the flavor of them. Um, they're not, there's not one thing that really stands out to me. I think you get some different flavors, but there, there's subtlety to them where you don't have to dig all the way in to try and find something, but it's also not like eight different flavors going on where, you know, the description of it is going to be super intense to try and describe what you're, what you're tasting. So I really like this one, um, for everything that it is with the price, the availability, the flavors, um, the step up that it would be for somebody that wants to explore more bourbons. To me, I think if you were to start out, you can have your budget type bottles, you know, your $20 or so bottles. But then I think as you start to get into it a little bit more, you know, most people have either had, um, bullet or maker's mark. Um, Basil Hayden seems to be kind of like iffy. I think a lot of people aren't really big on Basil Hayden's cause I think it's really overpriced most places for what it is. It's a very nice introduction to bourbon, but it's an 80 proof. It's got really catchy, um, marketing, really nice bottling to it. But overall as a, as a drink, it's, it's nothing special. It leaves a lot to be desired. But I think that's kind of the step up for a lot of people. I would say that's really a basic beginner type of a bottle of bourbon. Um, and I put that with Maker's Mark and I put that with Bullet. And they're all very good. Uh, but to me, this is taking a step further, a step past what those, those types of bottles offer. So um, I would suggest if you're trying to take a step forward from the budget bourbons, if you haven't stepped out past like a Maker's Mark or uh, Bullet or the Basil Hayden's, I think this is a really nice step up. And then I think this is a nice segue into some more expensive uh, bottles that are gonna definitely offer some more complexity and some more uniqueness. I don't think there's anything really unique about this bottle, uh, but I think it's it's tasty and it tastes good. And ultimately I think that's what you're looking for in a bourbon. So um, try this out. If you've not had it, try it out. Leave some comments below. Let me know what you think. Um, let me know if you think it's any good. I was really excited. I had a lot of good feedback from people that watched the last video on tealing that had never had tealing before. And they tried it out and, and pretty much everybody that had texted me said they liked it. So I'm glad I didn't miss on that one. I hope I don't sway you in the wrong direction on this one, but try it out. Let me know if you love it. Let me know if you hate it. If you like this video, make sure you hit like. If you disliked it, hit the thumbs down and let me know it sucked. Uh, but I'd love to hear your opinions on this bottle here, especially if you've never had it before. So make sure you subscribe to the channel and let me know if there's anything that you would like for me to try out and review on here. Cause I'd love to try out some different bourbons and share my opinions on it. So enjoy. Can't wait till next time. Cheers.